All right, so I have a little bit of um, I don't know if I call it a confession, but I feel guilty. Not so guilty, though, that like I needed to repent or anything. <clears throat> um, but if I had, the opportunity arose this morning uh, while we were all sitting around in the living room because religion found us. Dude just wanted to just, like, I swear, I made eye contact with that dude. He was just into the window. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's freaking creepy. We had um we had two uh, Baptist evangelists come around and uh, try to win my soul for God. Um, I got rid of them by telling them that I'd already been raised in church all my life and was very much on the path uh, to heaven. So I uh I would have told them I identify with Wicca. Please don't bother me again. I feel like they would have just tried to preach at you at that point. Kristen said that I was weak for not just telling them I wasn't interested <clears throat> and shoving them on their way. But literally, literally every other like salesperson that comes through, she will sit there and listen to their bullshit and then go, no, I don't think we're interested. And then wait for the rebuttal and all that. So she can suck dick. Um, <laughs> however, after uh, consideration, I don't know that, I mean, not that I believe in heaven and hell to begin with, um, but uh, I don't think that there's a good chance that I'll be going to heaven after what happened the first time I started drinking four loco after you guys moved in. Now, I want to point out that this is your fault entirely because you gave me the four loco. <laughs> and then after I drank about half of you, all went to bed and left me to my own devices. You did not have to drink the rest. There are four servings in that can. There's four servings? There's like four servings. You're in not that meant can. to drink the whole thing in one go? No, you're not. That explains so much. <laughs> so while scrolling through TikTok, I found this woman's video and she started going on about how. Um, she was a widowed wife uh, and a mother of three children and that she started going on Tinder dates and she matched with this guy who was significantly younger than her. And so she said that she got to the point where she realized they were hitting it off really well and she needed to be honest with him and tell him that she was a widower and that her husband killed himself after she found out she was pregnant with their third child. And I, being drunk because you left me with a four-serving can of Four loco that I thought was supposed to be a one-serving can, <laughs> no. you left me with a four-serving can by myself at night scrolling through TikTok, and I decided to be a comedian and say, um, <laughs> I have the comment here, what was it? Oh, <coughs> why would I have been the one to handle that revelation with the least he could have done was pretend he was going out for milk and cigarettes. And I did a little laughy face, thinking everybody's going to love my comment because it's so funny and I'm such a good comedian. And after leaving that comment, I continued to let the video play. And she goes on to continue saying that they hit it off really well, but they didn't end up dating each other. And that he was in her life and helped her with things with her kids, with her kids, and was like there for like birthday parties and stuff like that. And she said one day she went to text him and she couldn't get a hold of him anymore. And then all of a sudden the text bubbles went from being blue, indicating they were iPhone users, to green, which she said she thought was weird. And so she goes, my um, my trauma started speaking, and I thought, well, this guy's dead. And I was like. This video is going to a weird place for a, a little comedy jaunt like we, I thought it was going for. And and she goes, I tried to, to talk myself out of it. And then she's like, after not being able to get a hold of him for a while, I messaged his father on Facebook and I got a hold of him and found out he did in fact die. <laughs> so this video was very much a trauma survivor 
uh, of her husband killing himself to then getting very close to another person who I don't know if he killed himself. She doesn't stay. But immediately after <laughs> receiving this um, this revelation that I was a horrible asshole for posting this comment about well, if I was her husband, I would have at least lied about going out for milk and cigarettes. I had to go back immediately and delete it. And I thought, well, what a horrible video. This woman was a terrible person for setting it up like people who have trauma but treat it with comedy like I would normally do. And so I thought that she was a very misleading one. But because I was drunk because of you, uh, I I went back and I found out that the search bar term for the uh, video was Alex passed away 2023. Alex was the second guy she got close to. And then all of the comments below my little comedic jab were, I'm so sorry this happened to you and Alex would have wanted you to be happy and all this. Other. So I ended up being the asshole. So I don't think it was by any accident <laughs> that um, that Baptists show up this morning because it seems like I am, in fact, going to hell. I already told you, you're a ginger. You were bound for hell. You have no soul. Honestly, they didn't see the reasoning behind that. They thought that I was still going to uh, need saving. So maybe you should have come over and told them. You have no soul. You're a ginger. Yeah. You're a lost cause. Yeah. I think you are. You, you want a joke that will help send you to hell with me? <laughs> what? <laughs> mm. um, what's the difference between apples and an orchard and orphans? What? Apples get picked. <laughs> I had this friend in high school notorious <laughs> for his uh, dead baby jokes. There's one where it was like, what's the difference between a bag of apples and a dead baby? And I'm like, what? He goes, you don't fuck a bag of apples. Oh my god. That's horrendous. <laughs> he was notorious for dead baby jokes and they were all awful like that. I don't know how we're going to have a show after that, but I guess we're going to try our best. <laughs> so, um, let's get on with the show then. Gather around, we've got stories to tell How the human race should be erased from space We're horrible people and deserve to die If you don't believe me, then I'll tell you why We've caused genocides and mass extinction Humans causing bad pollution Amazon is burning down California's on shaky ground Ted Cruz and Cancun people deny the moon Gun crime is on the rise, hypocrisy and evil lies Leadership is on vacation, God is doing tax evasion Police increasing jurisdiction, overdue for extinction Welcome to Overdue for Extinction, the podcast where we saw to prove once and for all that the human race is overdue for an extinction level event. I am Anthony, and apparently now everyone else is milk bitch. <laughs> I'm Kate, but I don't need a milk bitch, so it's cool. <laughs> uh, we were getting ready to try to start recording from the cold open, and uh, I went to speak, and then my daughter started yelling down that she wanted milk when there is a, another perfectly viable parent upstairs capable of getting her the milk. And then she just kept yelling down that she was not able to get the milk because she would not get her some. So then apparently it became my responsibility because I'm not doing anything important here. <laughs> I would like to think, though, that we are providing people that listen a very important service. 
Uh, Should we go to the garage now? I, I was gonna <laughs> say a thing, but I forgot. Oh yeah, you just uh, wasted Karen's time. We sure did. Uh, I don't even know <laughs> what time we actually started. It was a new record, though, I'm pretty sure. Uh, by the time we were waiting for Trace to come down uh, to bring what we needed, it was, I don't know, it must have been like 25 minutes. So it was like 20, we were going to start at 25 minutes, and then you didn't have the video up. And then we decided not to watch the video because it's a really long video, and I've already seen it. Look, this episode is just it's chaos. Um, I, we might not be able to move out to a private space to record ever again because it's kind of the spiritual um, uh, embodiment of the podcast is chaos. So if it we, is. If we go out somewhere, we're not going to be bothered by anyone ever again. What would we be? Not chaos. Not chaos. Well, probably still chaos. We're going to probably still drink when we're <laughs> recording, so I'm sure there'll be some. But in any case, uh, we are here to service people. I mean, provide a service for people. Although, if people are interested, we could we could work servicing them into a tier of Patreon. I am not an alcoholic because I only drink for episodes now. Ha ha ha, motherfuckers! But you're on board with servicing people for Patreon? It's servicing in what way? Oh, you know what way. In all of the ways. Are you sucking people's dicks? What do you mean me? I said, are you ready to service people? <clears throat> no. <sighs> Fucking useless. I'm going to get a co-host that will. <laughs> All right, well, while I'm searching for my new co-host, uh, temporary... You're firing me? <laughs> we'll discuss your contract after the episode. Producer said you can't. Producer producer quit after this episode because <laughs> we wasted so much of her time. <laughs> no, she's the editor. The producer said you can't. Oh, that's the producer. She said she'll pull producer rights and tell you you're stuck with me. Just because she tells me I'm stuck with her. It seems to be a real like heavy um, theme she likes to lay on. So, since our podcast embodies chaos, um, we're going to talk about one of the most chaotic forces of the world, existence, being, whatever you want to call it. Um, we're going to talk about love today. Haven't we done that before? Have <clears throat> we? Kind of. Here and there. Well, I have prepared three segments for today. Uh, we're going to look at some dating profiles. Uh, we're looking at someone who is looking for aid in their marriage and someone who is looking to reconnect with a misconnection. Now, I think if anyone is equipped to handle matters of the love, it is absolutely us. You know, a former man whore and someone who worked in an adult toy store. All right, Coke Cupid, you ready to dive in? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. All right, those exercises, dumb demon, and this week's Would You Date Me? Does this outfit make me look fat? Uh, no, you look great. You big date tonight? Eh, just going out with some friends. You never know when love will strike, though. Quit worrying about it so much. You look fine. Would you date me? I'd date me. Uh, what was that? Oh, just a, just a little self-encouragement, you know? Just like, um, would you date me? I date me so hard. If I tell you you look terrible, will you never say that again? All right, so uh, have you had any, I think I asked you this before when we were talking, maybe on the first episode, about if you had any experience in dating websites. Dating websites? Yeah. Yeah, I met Will on Tinder. Okay, all right, so you you probably had some interesting people you come across then. <clears throat> um, did I ever tell you about the dude who was, uh, 
he worked for Spectrum and he kind of stalked me and then I turned him down and he threatened, like, he tried saying that he killed himself and then he showed up outside of my work and was like, hey, can you come talk to me? I don't think we've covered this before. Oh my god. And then and then I, I found I, him again later I, in life. I think, I don't know that we need to do the segment anymore. It sounds like you have a far more interesting <laughs> situation going on. Oh god. So I had this situationship and it was it was very early on when I met this dude. Um, and the situationship was not with him, but <clears throat> my Snapchat name is my first initial and my last name mm-hmm. and a number. Um, so he put that and that together, like my first name and my last name from Snapchat and found me on Facebook. He worked for Spectrum. He was a tech for Spectrum. Um, so there was one day he drove past the house and he, he sent me a snap going, that's a lot of trucks. Jesus Christ. And I'm like, um, oh God. And and then to like, I, I wanted to try to pursue things for my situationship. So I was just like, hey, like I, I'm sorry, but I, I I have feelings for someone else. Like this isn't going to be a thing. And then he's like, oh God, no. Um, he he sent me a few snaps of him like, like, this is what you did. Dead now. <laughs> Are you happy with yourself? And then he tried calling me a million times, and he sent me a few text messages, and he's like. I was working at Dillard's at the time. Um, so, you know, there's Dillard's and then there's Tinseltown and Boardman. Mm-hmm. He goes, I'm over by Tinseltown. Can you, can you come over when you're done at work and talk? No. Um, and then I'm working at the gas station a few years later, right? And this was literally right before I left there, thankfully. Um, I, I was already on my way out for the job. But our cameras always had issues. So the company sent out a tech the one day and he's there for quite some time now he had been out to the store before and i thought it was him but i wasn't entirely sure and i never talked to him especially because it was only him and i in the store but this day i had a cashier with me and i was like i just i can't i can't shake the feeling that he really looks like this dude and she goes what was his name so i told her and she goes to him and she goes oh hey by the way what's your name same name same dude same dude i'm like jamie you're not leaving me <laughs> you're not allowed to go home until he leaves and she goes that is perfectly fine you reminded me of uh <laughs> <laughs> xbox message uh meme that i've seen floating around forever now <laughs> when you said they took a picture of himself laying dead or whatever <laughs> it's a it's a uh, a picture of two people messaging on xbox messenger i assume they were playing like call of duty or something and the first person said you just caused a suicide how do you feel and the next person says you literally are still talking to me and he said i'm doing it now how should i do it and then the next message is, hi, this is Ronnie's dad. Do you know Ronnie? And the second person said, nope. And he said, <coughs> he's dead. My baby's dead. And they responded, so you've just found your son dead and jumped on his Xbox. I've seen that. <laughs> Dude, this dude is completely psycho. He, uh, I, got, I got a paragraph from him on New Year's. Um, and it, to give you anything, um, the whole situation happened at least a month before New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, got a paragraph from him on New Year's, but apparently it wasn't him. It was his his friends on his phone. Um, he he's just been sitting looking at your photos all night and just crying. How could you do this? 
they took his phone and was messaging that to you. Mm-hmm. But how how could they have taken his phone if he was just looking at your photos the whole time? That means they were t- they took it away like a dickhead. I don't know, but I should have known there were red flags and he was going to be something when he tells me that he had started talking to this girl and they weren't really dating, but they moved in together and he was sleeping on the couch because she didn't have a job. So he was paying all the bills and he gave her her bed and he gave her her car and, but they weren't together. They were just friends because she didn't want to date him. And then like our first date, we went to Perkins and he ordered two meals. Two meals. Two meals. And I had to pay. Oh. Like that uh, girl that bought 100 tacos? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> For Except the guy's six kids. Both of them right there. I get it. Sometimes I have to eat extra food because I don't feel quite as full. Which is why I, I understand don't that, weight. but if someone else was paying on the first date. Yeah, that I probably would have got a little light then. And you made so much more money than me? You know, the red flag wasn't where he started paying for this girl's stuff and giving it to her. It was when he drove by your house and took a picture and snapped it to you. <laughs> that was the red flag, Kate. That was where you should have cut that shit off. I, I tried. I didn't talk to him much after that. And then he was like, you hate me, you're mad at me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I just, I, I don't, I don't feel anything there. Sorry, there's, there's someone else. I think we're going to skip this segment because we're just going to talk about our personal experiences. <laughs> I mean, this is a decent would you date me segment because it is, in fact, people that wanted to date us or, I don't know, throw us into a basement, give us the old misery treatment from Stephen King. <laughs> but, um, uh, I met a girl who actually is connected to your ex-neighbor. Um, it was a, a volunteer firefighter along with him. All I do know was um, I talked to her shortly before Kristen and I started talking. And um, this chick was, I think she was 19 and was, I was 25. And she was like, it doesn't weird you out that I'm 19. And I said, you're legal. That's really what matters, right? <laughs> like, you're not like 15, right? You're not two 15-year-olds in a trench coat because like, <coughs> that would be problematic. Um amount of times i got carded on dates by my date i bet i bet um but we were talking hitting it off and she was very nerdy and we were like having just nerd conversation and she's like we should get together tonight and i said yeah well i kind of have something going on with friends i said we're gonna go to a bar like it's my work friends i said but you're welcome to come i'd love to have you there and she's like no i don't feel like going to meet a bunch of new people and i said it'd be fun we could hang out afterward and you know do whatever and she's like or you could choose between me and um, uh, your friends. And I'm like, I'm going to go to the bar then. <laughs> and she was mad at me and wouldn't talk to me again. And then I started talking to Kristen shortly after that. And we went to, uh, I don't know, whatever fair it was, uh, in Struthers or whatever, maybe. Um, and I saw that chick there with the group of other firefighters. I was like, it's just this crazy bitch is going to see me. And if they're there on fire trucks, she's going to have an axe nearby. <laughs> uh, There's another girl that I, I don't want to say dated because we were together for like three days. Um, I have a hero complex. That's a bit of a problem, uh, especially when it's come to dating. Um, the girl that I was dating before uh, I started talking to Kristen uh, was married with two kids and her and her husband were having issues. And she finally got fed up to the point where she's like, I'm just going to leave. 
And her and I kind of started being like really flirting. It was all problematic. I was a very terrible person back then, for sure going to hell, uh, despite the Baptist best attempts today. Um, and uh, so I moved her and her two kids into my dad's trailer. There's the only two-bedroom trailer. I was occupying one room. He was occupying the other. He was single at that time. And I moved her and her two kids in, and we shared a room, four people in one room. And it was very crowded. It was very weird. And she was still, like, seeing her husband behind my back. So I don't know if it was really behind my back because she was kind of seeing me behind his back. I don't know. I can't justify it. Um, the sex was good, and that was what really kept me around for the three months or so that I dealt with the shit. And then the girl after her, oh, boy, another married girl with kids whose husband was abusive to her. I said, bitch, come on in. This trailer's big enough for everyone. <laughs> So uh, she she came in and stayed for like a day with her two kids. I don't know where the other third kid was. I don't fucking know. She had two of the kids. And um, then she was like, well, my parents will take the kids for a little while till we get something figured out here with me leaving my husband and all that because they don't want me to be in a bad situation. And so um, she left and didn't come back. And I was like, this bitch is crazy. I got her a job with me uh, when I was a temp worker at where I currently work. Um, and I got her a job with me and she would not work productively. She spent a lot of time standing next to me, flirting, uh, staring at me, not really doing anything productive at all. And they yelled at her, they said, you've got to get moving on your production because you need to meet your quota by the end of the shift. And they eventually let her go because she was super unhelpful. And she, they tried to bring me out too and say, well, you two were flirting and talking back and forth. So neither of you are going to meet our needs. And I convinced them to let me stay. And now here I am seven years later at the same company. <laughs> um, but this girl insisted because she went back to her husband. Cause I said, I don't think this is going to work out. I said, I don't really like you um, as much as I thought I did. And I said, clearly there's too much baggage going on. So you're going to have to go back wherever so i sent her back to her husband which sounds terrible but where else was she gonna go uh, <laughs> she messaged me like the day after that and said <coughs> i'm pregnant with your baby and i thought well this is fucking problematic <laughs> and so she was like so we need to work it out and we need to get back together and all this and that and i was like i don't really want to be with you and I said, if you are in fact pregnant, I will help. I'm not a douchebag, despite that I sent you back to your husband after telling you I was going to save you and take you away. <laughs> but I'm not a bad guy. I'm a sweetheart. So I said, if you are pregnant with my baby, great. I want to verify it is my baby. And because I told her that I wanted a pregnancy or a paternity test after she had the baby before I stepped in to do anything, um, getting a call from spam. Um, I told her that, or because I told her that I wanted the paternity test before I did anything elsewise, um, she got mad and all of a sudden had a miscarriage in the bathtub. And so I thought, well, this seems weird and suspicious. I don't think that this is true. So I, um, so I messaged her and I said, this sounds morbid, <clears throat> but I'm going to need proof. <laughs> And of course, she said, well, I already drained the tub. And I, she said she had the miscarriage in the bathtub. 
and she's like, there's no, there's no proof, no paperwork. And I, she's like, well, I'm going to go to the hospital and I'll get papers proving that I had one. I said, okay, go get papers. And then she magically couldn't find the papers after she came back from the hospital. Uh, so Kristen loves this, this story about this crazy bitch and has come to nickname her bathtub baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's see who else was there. I feel like there was more. There's some real crazies. Um, I uh, I was the side chick. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I had met him and was seeing him on and off the entire time during the situationship as well, and um, their names were very similar. They started with the same first two letters and had the same like middle sound. It was just the end that was different, so it was kind of confusing. Um, but I was the side chick for him. I don't I don't know. What he had, he he had a roommate, and they went and they found this new house, and they were renting this new house together. It was a one bedroom house, and they shared the same bed. And her stuff was all over the bedroom and all <laughs> over the bathroom, and it was generally everywhere in the house. But I never heard anything other than, "Oh yeah, my roommate." Like he was very specific, not even to say her, but like, bro, that's definitely girl shit everywhere. But and, okay, and you're looking at all the flags and going. These flags are such a wonderful shade of green. <laughs> I mean, like, he wasn't someone that I wanted to actually date, though. He was in that phase where I didn't want a relationship. It was like, look, man, fuck your life up. I'm here to screw and go. It wasn't until a situationship that I was like, eh, okay. And then he ghosted me. Um, It, it was very much like... Me, I, I would say, like, hey, I'm going to back off. I need to end this. I'm catching feelings, and that's not what we want. And he goes, oh, no, no, no. It's fine. It's whatever. Like, don't don't go. Like, we can still hang out, and maybe one day, you know? And then, it, like, he eventually ghosted me. So that was fun. And then it was, like, three months later I met him. Um, but I, I had a, situa a situation sort of similar to the 19 year old mm -hmm. i was 20 and this dude was 26 and we had a couple nice dates and then he asked me to go canoeing with him and his friends now originally it was supposed to be us and another couple um but then these other two random dudes joined and there was beer and they got mad at me because i wouldn't drink the beer because i don't like beer mm -hmm. i don't like beer i'm sorry i can't do it um, there was that, there was the fact that I had not been around a group of people, especially that large in many, many, many years. So I didn't know how to handle that. Um, and then they're like, oh yeah, let's go back to our place where this party and we'll get real drunk and whatnot. And he's like, do you want to go or do you want to go grab dinner? And then just like, cause I know you got work tomorrow and you have to leave soon anyways. Um, I said, honestly, like, can we just go get dinner and I guess that was the wrong decision because <laughs> then he went to a wedding in DC and we he was supposed to come back when we were supposed to go see Breaking Benjamin and whoever they were with oh Five Finger Death Punch when they were at Blossom yeah. uh, we were supposed to go see them but the wedding got moved because of the storm that hit DC and it was those days where it was just pure rain for like a week straight and I get that um, but he completely ghosted me yeah, I, 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 it's um, <laughs> it's like, it, all because I tried. 
it's rough when people have the audacity to do things like that. Uh, for you, it was uh, that you were catching feelings and you wanted to go to dinner, which was the wrong answer. For me, it was getting with a married woman and then thinking it was rude that she had the audacity to screw her husband <laughs> behind my back. So um, up top for being the side bitch. No, see, when it, came, <laughs> when it came to being the side bitch, I found it funny, actually. I was like, you know, this is kind of shitty, but this is kind of entertaining, especially because it went on for so long and... They moved into the new house, and I still had no idea up until, like, one of the last few times I was there. And I was like, oh, okay. That was probably significantly more entertaining than looking at other people's dating profiles. So now I guess since the, the, the whole premise of that segment is asking if you would date any of the people that I was going to display here to you. Now we have to know if people would ever date us after the train wrecks <laughs> we just revealed ourselves to be. Well, you're married and I'm engaged, so there's that. Yeah, but we're clearly good at being side chick bitches, so. I know, and he's in, in there listening to everyone, everything. <laughs> uh, I don't know. At the end if, of the day, I'm engaged. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but there is a uh, spot. If you go to the episode like um, description and notes, like on Spotify or Apple or whatever you listen on. Actually, I don't think it's on Apple, but on Spotify, where I think majority of our listeners are. Um, if you go to the episode in the Spotify app, there's a little. Um, Q&A thing, uh, asking what you thought of the episode, and you can leave comments in there. You can also leave comments on YouTube. On YouTube, yeah. By all means, if you're watching by YouTube, we see that you're getting views on there as well. Please like, leave a like and uh, a comment to let us know what you think of the episodes. Or, or when it's posted to the Facebook page, comment there. So yeah, we would love to get some more interaction from people, so by all means. Tell us your bad dating stories. Let us know if you'd fuck us. <laughs> or just tell us your bad dating stories. Let us know we're not alone. I, you know what? I think there's some people that I know that listen that I don't want to know if they'd fuck me. So bad dating stories works too. I just want to know that we're not alone. <laughs> oh, we're we're very alone. No, no. I mean, it, we're not the girl that went on the date with Snow Bunny Hunter. God damn it. <laughs> His mom emigrated from this country so he could be with white women, didn't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, since we've got that out of our system then, I guess if you're ready to give other people love advice, we have a situation where someone is looking for aid in their, their relationship. I, think I don't know if we're qualified to give such advice. That's the good thing. That's the good thing is that we've already covered our bases and we named the segment Unlicensed Therapy. So if anything went wrong in the advice that they decided to follow, um, it's not on us. We've disclaimed ourselves from that. So, you ready to get into it then? Yeah. Okay. And when did it all start for you? Probably when I was a kid. You see, my mother... Have you tried removing one of your fingers to see if that would relieve the tension? Remove my... Are you even a licensed therapist? So marriage is a lot of work. Uh, relationships are hard in general, especially if you say the wrong thing. <clears throat> you choose you want to go to dinner instead of just fucking, I guess. No, it wasn't even. It was. It wasn't even that. It was dinner or beer or a party with even more people. Well, you chose wrong, and that's why you're not married yet. I'm certain that's it. Oh, I wanted to go get married this Halloween, and then I had to move here, which doesn't help me getting a marriage license. I'm sorry, we killed the spirit of marriage. No, it's not you. It was my neighbors forcing me to move. Well, marriage 
is a lot like any other relationship. It's full of compromises and working hard together to come to mutual um, uh, decisions. Um, and uh, when you've been together for a long time, uh, things can get a little bit stale and a little bit uh, boring. And so we're here to help somebody who's trying to find a way to spice up their love life again. So, how do you feel about giving advice to somebody on that? You did work in a toy shop, so. Yeah, and I can tell you that vanilla sex doesn't help anything. Vanilla sex doesn't help anything. Of course it's going to get boring. You're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. Even if you introduce, like, a little lingerie, like, they're different. All right, well, let's see then what you've got for this young lady. Actually, I don't think she's young. <laughs> she's definitely not young anymore. <laughs> The first sentence is, I have been married for 30 years. <laughs> We're looking at like 48 at the earliest. Nah, nah, not if the parents agreed. There are still like a lot of parents, even in this country, marrying off their children. All right, but I think we can say 40 at the very least. That's fair. Okay, she's in her 40s. Probably 48. It's a midlife crisis, too. So, I've been married for 30 years. Our marriage has been a happy one. My husband supports me through everything. Our problems came up in the bedroom. A few years ago, he wanted to add spice to our relationship with a threesome. I agreed to try if it would make him happy. You sound like you're already on... Uh, Why is it always a threesome? Why do people think... Okay, I get it, but like, no. I think what it comes down to is they want to screw someone that's not that, their partner. That's exactly it, is you've been with the same person for so long, and that's why like you have people like, oh, hey, let's try this open relationship or polygamy. Like, you know, and I get it, but when you just start out with like a threesome like that, I feel like you're going to come into issues. Oh, you're going to come into something, and you're hopefully it's not your wife. <laughs> when someone is reluctant about trying something with adding an additional person, there are issues. Yes. As there is here. So, let's find out how this threesome went then. Okay. There's not a video. I don't have a video to show you. We're not, like, holding up scorecards like judges or anything. Uh, she goes on to say, now, every time we make love, he wants to talk about another man being in our bed. There's a plot twist you weren't expecting. Call me a night Shyamalan, even though I'm fucking white as shit. He's the director, though. I have tried explaining that I do not enjoy this all the time. It has reached the point that I no longer get turned on. So it's, it's difficult to traverse a desert when it's dry. So is he bi? Is that the thing? Is he trying to tell her that he's either bi or he may be gay and didn't well, know I think his life was very different 30 years ago? I think he's kicking the closet <laughs> door down and she just doesn't realize it yet. She says, he can start out beautifully. I'm turned on when we start. Then he wants me to talk to him about another man being there, and I shut down. When I try to explain it to him, he gets angry and frustrated. How do I keep my marriage going without losing my husband to a younger woman and add some space to my marriage bed without uh, talking about threesomes? Honey, you're not going to lose him to an, <laughs> a younger woman. That reminds me of this Reddit story I read. Uh, she thought she was the asshole for asking her husband to stop spending so much with his friend. and He might have even been a neighbor. Um, they lived relatively close together, though. I remember that much. And they were very, very close. Her husband and this other man... Um, and she came back with an update a few months later saying that 
her husband left her and got together with the other man. Mm. And everyone's like, yeah, I kind of saw that coming. Uh, I think you're 100% correct. She does not, in our professional opinion, need to worry about losing into a younger woman. Absolutely not going to happen. Uh, I think maybe she should get a strap on and start exploring those avenues because it certainly seems like that's an interest of his. I don't yes. know. I don't know if you're what the wheels are doing. I don't know. I started to go the other way. Maybe he like maybe it's not that, but maybe he likes watching her be with another man. Maybe he's one of those people. So we're not really entirely sure where it is, but I feel like being by at least is in there. I don't know if he won't stop talking about it. Did you watch Game of Thrones? Yes. It gives me um, what is the one dude the one the the antler uh, crown that was married to Marjorie. Was that her name, Marjorie? Mm, the son. The son. I'm not talking about the Joffrey. No, I'm not talking about Joffrey. He was married to Marjorie. Well, before that though. Oh, no, it was oh, yeah, yeah, it was oh, the other dude. Oh, the other. Stennis. The other Baratheon. Whatever the fuck his name was, the one that was Robert's gay. Brother. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, the one that was gay. <clears throat> and he uh, had to take her from behind so that he could imagine her being a man. Yeah. I mean. You know, like, here's some advice, though. So this is experience. Oh, boy. Um, Th This comes in. Anyone I talked to or tell any kind of story or knew him insisted that asshole was at least bi, if not gay. It'll probably explain a lot of his anger issues. I mean, he did say that he was his best friend's first kiss. Um, but it, it he, he would often tell me, I'm not into sex. So we never really had sex. But anal, he, he enjoyed trying for anal. And I'm like, bro, why do you like the butt so much? Like, like, perfectly good you? whole design for this type <clears throat> of activity, and you're uh, you're not interested. So, like, fully convinced that maybe a little bit, you know, if if he's going for the butt, that'll tell you which side of that situation he's on. Whether it's I like watching another man with you, or I want another man with me. It, So if it wasn't for needing an air Baratheon probably would have went for the butt too. I don't I don't know that she's got a lot to hold on here too. Unless she's willing to grow a dick. I, I, you don't really grow those, they're not in season. It, it, you need a little bit more context to know which side of the line he's on. I don't have more context than that, that's all I got for you. And, well, she needs a little more like, does he want the butt or does he not want the butt? <laughs> That'll tell you right there. Is he gay, or does he just like you watching, like watching you with another man? It is curious what what she wants or what he wants her to talk about another man in the bed being. Maybe he wants to be another man. Maybe he doesn't want to be himself. Maybe it's some kind of like role play thing, and he's like pretend I'm not me. I'm not here to kink shame, but how does one get into cuckolding? That seems like something that's not under no circumstance could I be like I really enjoy watching you fuck my wife. 
I I don't I don't know. Have you ever watched a cuckolding video? No, I don't need to watch one. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna bring one up for you to watch. I wasn't like, hey, no. you, you want to go on a field trip to Pornhub and watch <laughs> cuckolding videos? Um, no, I don't need to. Uh, I don't need to. Um, I don't need to. I feel like if we did go on field trips as far as this podcast was involved, it would be certainly porn of. <laughs> Do I need to go get no, Chris and like sign there's up? so much educational stuff on there at times relating to what we're talking about. Oh, there is certainly educational stuff on there. I am never more enlightened than when I'm on that site. Oh, sorry. Did I say enlightened? I meant lighter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, what you just need three seconds and then you're so much lighter i was gonna say look bro what if that's all i need and i was gonna go into a justification of i've been touching myself longer than any woman has so wouldn't i know what i like but i decided that rent wasn't really worth investing into because it just sounded bad Um, (laughs) i mean technically you're not wrong though i mean if you were wrong in saying that you have been touching yourself longer than any woman has i would be very concerned for you and someone has to touch me god damn it i'd be very concerned for you like um, do you need therapy? I probably ought to. <laughs> probably. Uh, there was a, a meme going around of a girl's of a tweet uh, a while ago saying, why do men start podcasts instead of going to therapy? <laughs> <laughs> I felt personally attacked. What's my excuse? Uh, you're fucking along for the ride, so <laughs> I don't know. I guess just... Uh, you're right. I did join just to support you. A fascination, going. A fascination of the uh, chaos train. All because I wanted to support you and be the supportive sister-in-law. Look at where I am. There you are. So we're going to go with, uh, don't worry, she's not going to lose it to another woman, a younger woman, another woman, no. Uh, Any other woman, really. Younger, another, doesn't matter what. Not to another woman. I think she should try growing a penis. I think that'll fix it. They make some really nice strap-ons now. And they're good for you, too. But synthetic is never as good as homegrown. Look at the beef patties we had last night. They were frozen, manufactured. (coughs) But if you had a nice, organic, grass-fed dick, it would taste so much better. (laughs) What are we talking about anymore? (coughs) What's it mean if he doesn't eat vegetables of any kind? He just eats meat. (laughs) <laughs> well i guess you better grow a dick <laughs> so in any case i was hoping you would catch on to that i didn't mean it i didn't mean it like that. <laughs> once it came out and i realized what i said and what we're discussing i was like come on make a joke make a joke well i hope this advice has helped that woman not that she'll probably ever listen she did ask abby it wasn't us that she came to it was a dear abby post so i don't know what advice abby gave to her um but it doesn't really matter but we're busy people we can't spend all of our time on helping just one person there's so many people that need our help and i have another poor tragic love lost soul for you be ready for that one Okay. All right. 
So you're aware of what misconnections are, yeah? Yeah. Okay. It was a great feature on Craigslist. I'm very <clears> sad <throat> they took it down. But luckily for us, the people, the people, the internet is full of internet. The internet is full of people. That's the way that sounds. That are archivists and will track these things down and keep them for us to view forever. So I have found one such Craigslist ad um, that uh, we're going to try to help or at least discuss in this week's um, Did You Miss Me? Ready? Yeah. You don't understand. I just have to find her. You should try Miss Connections Post. That's a great idea. To whom it may concern. Oh, buddy, you're going to die alone. All right, so the world is full of people who come and go from our lives. We see them one moment, they're gone another, hopefully not dead, like that poor woman's TikTok that I left a comment on. <laughs> and sometimes we get an opportunity to reconnect with these people that leave our lives. Sometimes we don't get to ever see them again. Um, there was... Um, there's one moment, I, I swear this happened. I, I don't think it was a fever dream. I don't think I was like delusional as a kid. But I remember when we went to Kmart when we were, I don't know, maybe I was nine or so, eight or nine. And I swear to God, I saw this woman in full on a geisha appearance with the, the Chinese like robe and the white face makeup and her hair up. I don't know. I, I don't know if it was some kind of weird fever dream, but it felt like I saw her and then I never saw her ever again. And the, for some reason, that stayed with me for all of my life, and I would die with her being the last thing <laughs> in my mind. Not my wife, not my children. The not, ghost you saw? Yeah, not work. the things that I didn't get to accomplish in life, but the weird geisha ghost that I saw <laughs> once, tried to follow around a corner and lost. Never again. Well, definitely sounds again. like a ghost. Maybe I don't even remember like what she was. I was playing the um, the, um, the Nintendo sixty four that was set up for the demos or whatever when I saw her, and then it was enough to like move me away from it because I was so curious about her that I followed her around a corner and she was just gone. Sounds like a ghost. Or maybe maybe I almost got killed, and now here I am, unfortunately, still here. The best part is, is you saw her in a in a Kmart. Yeah, full on gay shop, but. It was weird. I don't know why I brought that up. What was that Kmart built on? I don't know. I just fucked behind that Kmart building, though. I don't think I wanted to know that. <laughs> I guess it's a good thing Kmart's not around anymore. Yeah, well, that's why, because it was abandoned. It was a, oh. a Kmart, and then it got shut down for many years. The building stood, stood there. And so I drove this girl that I was seeing back behind the building, and we fucked. And then we pulled back out onto the street, and a cop car was coming for the patrol. So I almost got caught banging that girl. I thought I once saw someone hook up in a Taco Bell parking lot. You probably did. The uh, the Struthers Taco Bell on Yopo. You know how that parking lot is, right? Mm. The one side is the, the drive-thru, and then you can go back and around and go out. Mm. Well, there's a couple of spots back in this back corner. And I saw this dude just sitting in his car, and I thought, okay, cool. He's waiting on someone to come out with food, right, as I'm sitting in the drive through line. Because it's just this dude, and he's just like, whatever, just looking down, just sitting there. A couple minutes later, the girl sits up out of nowhere, gets out of the car, and walks into the car that was parked two spots over and leaves. You definitely just witnessed a cheap whore transaction. <laughs> 
Whoa. That was all while I was waiting to get dinner. That was definitely some uh, self-managed uh, prostitution. In a Taco Bell parking lot. That was the best Taco Bell I've ever had, though. Like, that specific That was Taco probably the Bell. best Taco Bell that guy ever had, too. <laughs> I guarantee goddamn it. I, he sat there for so long. I don't know if he, like, actually got food or, like, if he just went home or what was going on. But, like, you know something shady is happening if you got to meet in a Taco Bell parking lot. So, see, that's what I mean. Meaningful, brief transactions, like my geisha ghost that was probably trying to lead me to my death. And you're a dude who got a blowy in the Taco Bell parking lot. And now you wonder about whether or not he actually got food or went home about his life or what he did. <laughs> I'm going to say he probably went home to his wife, who definitely wasn't the one that was in the car with him. Probably not. It was the fact that she got out and got into another car that, like, sealed the deal. Like, uh-huh. I see you, bro. Well, here we've got someone who lost their love of their life. And they're trying to reconnect. And hopefully Craigslist helped them. Are you ready to hear about it? Lost the love of their life? Yeah, sure thing. I have so many questions I need answered. Go. Okay. Uh, the title is Accidentally Swiped You the Wrong Way on Tinder. Uh, it says, Hey, girl, picture this. I'm on the toilet, tindering hard like you know I do, when suddenly, bam, a sweet sugar-faced angel child baby doll honey pie shows up on my tinder. I am so in awe of your gorgeousity that I accidentally swipe you left and drop a duke without even trying at the very same time. Instantly, my mind says, my God, what have I done? Just like David Byrne in the classic and oh-so-apt Talking Heads tune once in a lifetime. I'm so depressed, I get off the toilet without even wiping and go lay down in a dark cupboard that I squeeze into, uh, that I can squeeze into if I bend my legs just right and kind of wedge in at a weird angle. And I'll describe you the best of my abilities. You are, or were, blonde, pretty, mid-twenties. That's all I have to go off of. If this sounds like you, please reply to this ad with your photo, cup size, bank account balance, and we'll see if we can make some magic happen like David Blaine. <laughs> I assume that has answered all of your questions and left you with absolutely no others left to ask. I hope you not got... <laughs> <laughs> what? I hope he got no responses. Sad thing is, is he probably got a lot. Ooh, I'm I'm blonde mid twenties, and I think I'm pretty. So he he has some bragging um, um, skills. Like, uh, for example, um, he can swipe and drop a duke at the same time without effort. If that doesn't, that's just because of how pretty she was. If that was that what it was, she was so gorgeousity, gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous, whatever <laughs> that that his body went into such shock that he shit and swiped left at the same time. That's some serious energy fueling. That's the kind of energy fueling I need at work. <laughs> I need something to send my body into such a shock that I can instantly evacuate my bowels. So I can get back to work in a more efficient time. <laughs> you know when pooping doesn't happen quickly? When you're literally trying to do anything else on a time schedule. <laughs> that is when it is the I When I wake up in the morning, I try to get out of bed, get out the door, 
and get going within 15 minutes, get dressed and all of that, get out my lunch, all of it. I sometimes only have to shit when I'm running late <laughs> and I cannot get off the toilet. So I think what I have to do is start – I had to download Tinder and start swiping. Not, I'm not looking to cheat on Kristen. I'm not looking to get a little side bitch like we are. I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking to get someone to shock me with their gorgeousity so much so <laughs> that I can efficiently drop a deuce and be on my way. Um, now, he is also marinating himself because he didn't wipe. Remember? Uh-huh. He got up without wiping. And, and climbed into and a climbed cupboard. into the cupboard that he laid in <laughs> at a weird angle. <laughs> so he's in there marinating himself like a little steak waiting for this girl to <laughs> reply back to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. If he is squeeze, squeeze into it, he has to bend his legs just right and kind of wedge in a weird angle. So if he's like bending his legs, he's, he's bringing them up which means the heels of his foot might be, like, rubbing his ass. He might be wiping it in the cupboard. Oh, so there's going to be a whole trail in and out of that cupboard. It's going to be a snail trail that nobody wants any part of. (laughs) Yes. But, I mean, he of course he did it because he was depressed that he missed out on this girl. He swiped the wrong way. It was so much gorgeousity that he shit and was forced to move his thumb left. If this isn't a tragic love story, I don't know what is. <laughs> but surely, surely he's gonna find her because he's very specific about the the parameters of the girl that he swiped on being pretty blonde in the mid twenties. <laughs> What's the bank account got to do with anything though? Uh, probably to find out if she can afford to pay buy him more toilet paper. <laughs> Or bleach his house? <laughs> it sounds like his asshole needs bleach. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like she needs to buy him a bidet and fill it with bleach instead of water. It's going to be a clean asshole. You could eat right off of that thing. Or eat that thing, I guess, if it were so inclined. I would hope not directly after the bleaching because... Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, you're not you're, supposed to consume bleach. And yeah, I feel like you might just a little. You're not. You're not a disgusting person. You're gonna eat ass, but not while it's covered in bleach. <laughs> you have anything else for this guy? I'm just wondering how we got here. Um. Well, I was about to quit the podcast because my second co-host <laughs> left, and you said I want to be a supportive sister-in-law. I went talking about eating bleached ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, when this man has soiled himself and will not clean himself, it is up to the person who is going to look for him after she's provided her bank account information and her cup size because that was important too. Oh, yeah, that's right. That uh, she's going to have to bleach his asshole to clean it up because she depressed him that he swiped left on her and that was somehow her fault. So his asshole is now her responsibility. <laughs> your day is never going to peak beyond this. This is, this is the pinnacle of your day. What you do from here can only be a downhill slope 
like our camera phone. <laughs> I am just hoping that that is so much satire. Do you feel like you have to just keep slinking in your desk to keep it up? Oh, oh, crap. oh God. I can't. Fuck. <laughs> Ow. I'm trying to watch my thigh. I'm too old to be sitting at desk. <laughs> oh god, it hurts so bad. It's so bad. You said, "Oh, let's get desks <laughs> like a chalkboard behind <laughs> us." And we're so cool because we're educating people on the stupidity. Oh god, oh god, it hurts. So bad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's exactly what you said, word for word. <laughs> As you limp back into the frame. Uh, you know what would help? Uh, Bananas. Uh, you need potassium. I need to sever my leg. <laughs> oh, God. It hurts so bad. Oh, I can't even sit down. I can't even sit down. We're going to need a break. Oh, God. It's like right up in the ass. I don't know if I should try to walk it off or if that will make it worse. No, I think it's going to make it worse. How's it feel to get old? It goes with your gray hair and your back that you hurt while stretching. Literally, when I the day, the morning that I woke mm -hmm. up turning 30, my back hurt for no reason. I didn't used to wake up with back pains for no reason. It used to be very resilient. I don't even know if I could sit down again. You know, fuck it. We're gonna make it part of the episode. Not all of this. We'll have a little bit of it after I I stood up and started cramping. But I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of hunker down behind <coughs> behind the desk here. It wouldn't be so much of an issue <laughs> if it wasn't sliding. I'm just trying to give Karen some more space. Why don't you just come kneel right in here? Karen can have all the green screen space okay. still. This hurts, but I'm still <laughs> I'm gonna make it work. Well, I think we've done enough today. I certainly feel like I've put in more effort than anyone else here. <laughs> My leg hurts so bad. I can't even sit in the desk anymore, so we're gonna finish this the way out the last few minutes. I don't know if we've helped anyone here today. All I've done is injure myself. And I don't even know how. I, I literally existed. Kate. That was all I did. I existed. Don't get old. I existed. I'm 33 years old and I can't lean back in a desk and talk about eating ass <laughs> without cramping my leg. My thigh is so tense right now and it hurts so bad. Sounds like a personal problem. Anyway, if you want more <laughs> of what you see here today, and I don't know what we're offering anymore because I don't know what's happening, you can go to our website at www.overdueforextinction.com as I think we've clearly stated we are in fact overdue for extinction. I am going to go kill myself after this episode. <laughs> um, you'll find all of our socials on there, TikToks, we do primarily the um, recaps of the episode. I think maybe we'll sit again. I'm afraid to do it, but I'm going to try <laughs> I'm going to sit with, oh, nope, nope, oh, I did that wrong. We're not touching that again. Uh, we're going to leave it stretched out, and I'm just going to leave it in here all cool and sexy-like. Anyway, our TikTok's got all of our videos, uh, kind of our recaps of the different segments that we're doing here today. I'm sure this will probably end up as one of them. 
um, please rate and review us again if you are finding our content on YouTube uh, comment uh, like give us some feedback uh, you could do so on the Spotify app as well leave us a review helps us find other dummies who maybe aren't going to get to watch this good good content because we're not aware that we exist anymore or at this point um, so I think after all of that after everything we've been here to through today uh, Kate what is your words of wisdom that you have for us I guess you can consider it more dating advice. Uh-huh. Sort of, maybe. Um, maybe just general safety advice, but don't put your hand where you wouldn't put your dick. What does that mean? <laughs> I mean, I get it what means it means. It means you wouldn't put your dick in a saw. Don't put your hand in a saw. Why would you put either one of them in a saw? I don't know. Why are we doing this stupid <laughs> podcast anymore? That's the advice you have to offer these people for love? Don't put your head where you wouldn't put your dick? Yeah, I mean, I guess it works for dating advice, too, because if you wouldn't put your dick in there, why would you put your hand in there? Well, I hope this has been enjoyable for somebody, um, and I hope that advice helps somewhere along the line in your lives, because I don't know what this has been for if not been helpful. I hope Karen doesn't kill us. As we near the end of our two-hour recording. <laughs> for 45-minute episode. So, uh, thanks for everything, guys. Um, <laughs> I'll probably come back if I don't kill myself so I don't have to deal with this pain anymore. Uh, stay safe and stay smart. Still asking a lot. Why does it hurt so bad? Overdue for extinction.